Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 157 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today, we're going to be talking about migration. Migration of mule deer, migration of elk, it doesn't matter what the species is. But current agricultural practices are changing the way these animals are migrating. Now, that is either good or bad. Historically, we don't like, looking back, we don't like to alter things and so we're trying to put things back in place, open up migration routes. But current agricultural practices are making it difficult. One of the reasons why is because the higher quality of forage that is available per bite. So deer or elk or whatever come into a field and they are eating from that field. There's higher amounts of protein in those plants than in areas where they are migrating to. It used to be they would follow in the springtime that green wave and they would go up into those high elevations and they would find good quality forage. But now, instead of migrating and following that green wave, now they can stay at the edge of the fields, they can come into the fields, they can feed, and then they leave. And so researchers were studying areas, they had GPS areas where elk were feeding uh, one was in a high elevation area where they were obviously migratory and the other one was down in a field and then they went and they sampled the plants that they were eating in that area and they took a sample and the overall quality of forage was so much better in the fields i mean that's why farmers and ranchers are raising it for cattle and that's what they're basically doing with these elk is these elk are coming in saying wow this is way better for me than it is to walk however far they're going and to find quality of food there that's equal to what they would find in the field. And, and they just can't do it. Now, you're asking yourself, why are they still continuing? One is because the mother did it and the mother before it did it. And so it's starting to do, it's just continuing on with that. Another thing is, though, that they're finding Overall density dependent or overall density issues that they would see that you're seeing in these agricultural areas where there's conflict with these animals uh, in grouping in large groups, you're not seeing that when they are migrating. So the overall populations are lower in those higher elevations. They're more spread out and fecundity, their birth seems to be a little better because they're spread out. You're not drawing all these animals and all these predators and all these diseases in. And so one thing that makes migration still important is you're getting a spread out group of animals. Another thing that's interesting is in the areas that these elk were feeding in that had migrated, they could go in in the late summer and find extremely high quality plants to forage on. Overall, it was less quality forage, but they were still able to go in and find the higher quality. Now the nutritional benefits overall were still less, but there was still able to pick and choose because there was not that density issue that you're having down here. So per bite, it, again, it's still better to be in a field than it is to be in those higher elevations. The question I have is, as we go along, because we know agriculture is not going to end, and, and I never hope it does, because if it does, that means we've got way too many people. But 
are we going to see in my lifetime the end of these large migration routes? We're already cutting them off with freeways, with highways, with fences, and housing projects, and commercial projects. And so you're seeing a decrease in these migration routes. But are the animals themselves going to say there's no longer a benefit to migration? Now, there is one challenge that faces this scenario. Migration is better if we allow fires. Because you're burning all of those trees and the understory and then all the grasses and forbs are coming in in that first successional stage. That first successional stage in those burned areas proves to be as high quality as what they would find in a field. Because when you're in the fields, that's exactly what you're keeping it in. That first successional stage, it's a monoculture and you got one plant and it's got really high protein. But when they're coming in in that first successional stage after a burn and they go in and they see these areas that these elk and deer are feeding in, they are finding that the forage is just as good as it, as it was in a field. So as long as we continue to allow forest fires to happen on their natural progression and we don't allow the fuels and all the challenges that we're doing to build up too big, but we keep it and we have responsible management, then forest fires are definitely going to play a part in nutrition and migration. We're seeing forest fires right now all over Canada. New York sky was turned black and and they had to wear masks for a week or two because of what's going on in Canada. But imagine what's going to happen next year when these elk and bison and different animals move into these areas in that first successional stage. And they start to find all this amazing high quality forage. Overall nutrition is going to improve. And then overall antler growth is going to improve on all these animals. But... You've got traditional agricultural practices that are going to continue to alter migration. That's just the way it is, I think. All right, you guys. Have a great day. Stay wild.